Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tavendiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tavin Dillard podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. I'm glad you joined me here. Bank, bank. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard podcast, y'all guys. My name, Tavin Dillard. This here is a podcast. What in the world? What'd you say? I said it's a podcast. This is like <clears throat> very, very similar to a radio show of yesteryear that you listen to with your ears. Now hear me out. There's a website um, on the interwebs, <clears throat> which is like, uh, I can't explain what that is, but if you heard of uh, websites, this is uh, called the YouTubes and they have videos and videos are like pictures and I ain't got to tell you what a video is because you good chance you was born in the last hundred years. So you probably know what that is, but I have been videoing, so it cannot just have to be for your ears, but you can look at me uh, telling this story on the YouTubes. Now I mentioned recently here, I don't know how much longer I'm gonna be doing uh, the video podcast, uh, and I still don't know, but here we are today, season five, episode 11. You can hear it and see it on the YouTubes, or you can just listen to it wherever you are, in your car, driving to work, driving away from work, driving on a family vacation maybe, driving to the snow, driving away from the snow, driving into the rain, you got your windshield wipers on. I don't know, driving to a farmer's market, driving to a farm, trying to find a pig that got loose, and you in a truck on a gravel road. I don't know where you are. Maybe you at the gymnasium lifting weights and listen to this. Maybe you acting like you lifting weights, but you just walking around and yelling, but you ain't picking nothing up yet. Like, oh, I got to stretch out here for a little bit. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to go over here and stretch out for a little bit more kind of thing. I don't know but you could be listening to this. And wherever you listening from, or wherever you watching from, or wherever you watching and listening from, welcome to the Tavin Dillard Podcast, season five's episodes 11. Now I wanna tell you something, uh, I do uh, 15 episodes every season. Why Tavin? I don't know, I kinda of made it up, and here we are five seasons in, still doing it like out of way. And so what that mean is, uh, the 15th episode every season, is the Q&A. Now, the Q is abbreviation for the word question, because that word start with the letter Q, and then answers is uh, also the next word in that, uh, and it's abbreviation. Uh, the A is for the word answers. So Q&A. Now, that is the last episode of every season. Episode 15 is a question and answer episode. Now, I do not provide the questions. I don't show up uh, to that episode with the questions. I don't have them. You have them. You ask me the questions. You send in them questions like out of way, uh, tabandillard at gmail.com. Uh, but in the subject line, you got to put, uh, you know, season five, like Q and A, so I know what it is. Because otherwise, folks just randomly, you know, throughout the year might ask me a question, and I think they just want me to email them back. But if you, if it's for the Q and A, let me know. So I'm like, oh, they want me to answer this 
on the podcast episode. So, and same thing, if you text me, 501-322-6249, say, hey, this is for the Q&A, and then ask the question. I'm like, okay, that way I can get like a, what you call like a list, like you, you make a little list, and you, you write it down on pen and paper or whatever, and you say, okay, uh, this is one question to answer on the podcast, and this is number two to answer on the podcast, and then number three, you know, the ones I'm going to answer on the Q&A. I try to get to them all. Some of them are the same question, so I ain't going to say, you know, uh, Mary Beth asked in, you know, in Rochester, she wanted to know uh, how many wheelies I can pop in three minutes. And uh, Lonnie Jane uh, from just east of Nashville wants to know how many wheelies I can pop in three minutes or what it, when, whatever it is. You know, same question. I just, I just, I group them together. You get it. You, if you've been here before, you've heard the Q&As of the podcast. If you ain't, hey, I'm telling you right now, I could be uh, answering your question in uh, episode 15 of this season. Just uh, send them in. Now's the time. I'm starting to collect them. If you sent in some already earlier, um, there's a good chance it might have got lost or buried. I'd say send it in again, but I try to keep track of stuff uh, as I remember them. But you can go ahead and start sending them in. So that's that. That's a little housekeeping, as they say. And a very special announcement. Uh, there's something in the works. And if you got, uh, if you uh, text me and I got your number, I texted all my friends this week, uh, most of them on the text message that I had there to say that, hey, there's a couple of things. Uh, folks, this is getting cold this time of year, around the winter's times, uh, nor'easter blow in, you get a little chilly, uh, maybe the rain come through kind of thing. And we got a couple new hoodies coming out. Now, is it a brand new design? I ain't never seen this design before. Oh, no. It's shirts that ain't been made into hoodies yet. And now they is. It's, so one is the bank bank. You seen that shirt? Bank bank. Well, now it's on a hoodie. Now, is it available Tuesday, the 24th, today, January 24th, when this podcast come out? It's going to be, it should be available this week. Now, if you check uh, the link in my show notes, I'm going to leave that there today for all my, you know, shirts and hoodies and hats. You can look through there and see if uh, it's available yet, but it should be this week. Like me and Ryan over at Rock City Outfitters, he do my shirts and hoodies and all that. Uh, we, we've been well, working on figuring stuff out. And so that is that one. The other one that's going to be on a hoodie, drum roll please, tap on your dashboard. Don't let go of that steering wheel though. I don't know how you do that. I guess you drive with one hand and tap with the other. I don't know. Or maybe make that noise with your mouth. Early bird gets the perm hoodie. That's right. Now, I will tell you that that color of the shirt, uh, Early bird gets the perm, ain't available in the hoodie. So we went a whole nother direction. I think the official name, let me think in my brain. <clears throat> I got to go through my brain Rolodex. Heather Charcoal. So it was like, you know what color charcoal is? It's like a dark gray kind of blackish that's the color of the early bird gets the perm hoodie and then the early bird design is in white ink so it's kind of charcoal gray with white so it's a lot different than the shirt in the sense that it ain't green on green it's a very green shirt but uh that is going to keep you warm and very stylish early bird gets the perm hoodies bank bank hoodies for that colder weather Okay, so you can check that out. Um, you got to go to a late night t-ball game or a swim meet or something. That should help you out. That'll be at the link in the show notes. Like I said, I'm so excited about it. I'm announcing it, and uh, the link uh, might not 
quite be available today, but it could be. So check that link in the show notes. You'll see all my other merch that is ready to go and just keep a bank bank out this week. You can even text me and say, hey, uh, is it up? Because I'm planning on texting all the folks I texted last week. I was like, hey, just so you know, this may happen. Uh, this is this is in the works. And then once it's ready, I'm going to text everybody and say, hey, here's the link. So you can you can check that out. My, my uh, number will be in the show notes today, too, 501 322-6249. And then you can always email me, tabandillard at gmail.com if you want for them Q&As or anything you want to talk about, you can shoot me an email there as well. So that's what you're going to see in the show notes today. Anything else, Tabin? Oh, yeah. Tabin's honey from bees. Where'd that honey come from? It came from bees. And then folks over at Bee House Honey, they bottle that, or well, they strain the honey, and they bottle it, okay? And it's, it's just a, a wonderful, tasty honey in a little jar with my face on it. Um, you know, it's like having a meal with me if you put that on a hot butter dinner roll, softer in a baby angel's leg, or, you know, put it in some of that hot tea, you know, because you cold maybe, and you want some hot tea with some Tavins honey from bees in it, and then you got a burger shed hoodie like I'm wearing right now, or the early bird gets the perm hot off the press hoodie, or the bank bank hot off the press hoodie. I mean, these are all things you can think about. But that's the world of the show notes today. It's a busy party down there. You'll see th four things in there. The link to my merchandise I've been talking about and yapping about. The link to Tavins Honey from Base. You'll see my number, 501-322-6249, and my email address, tabindillard at the gmail.com. I don't think you put the V in there or it ain't going to send to me. It's just tabindillard at gmail, but you probably figured that out too. Again, y'all wasn't born in 1919, so you probably know about internets, e-webs, uh, phone numbers, and videos. That's not what we're talking about today. What we got going on today in this episode of the podcast, you may remember last week, my good buddy Bud from the Burger Shed found something very special. Some of his mama's old recipes. And how did he find it? Well, because me and Mort Dwydell, Rance Barnhart, Myron Curtis was helping him deep clean the Burger Shed for the new year. Found an apron underneath one of them sanitizer, dishwasher kind of thing he got there. And in the apron was a little jingle jingle is a key. A key to what? A key to a safe. A key to a safe in his little back room at the burger shed where he keep all kinds of things that you keep when you own a burger shed business, I guess. And uh, inside that safe was uh, some of his mama's recipes. He knowed he put them there and he just figured that that, that uh, key would show up one day because, uh, and I guess he wasn't in a rush to kind of get them recipes. You know, he got plenty of stuff he's cooking that's working. So, he tried one of them recipes for biscuits and gravy, more on that in a minute. And then the T-ball team that I assistant coach, head coach is Shane Grubbs, him and his wife Cheryl, they own Donut Goals. Uh, the T-ball team that he coaches, I assistant coach, and I sponsor Tavins Lawn Care Services, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. Day first game was this week. How did that go? More on that in a little bit. First, I'm going to jump right into this recipe. So Bud gets this real recipe card. He's deciding, you know, what he wants to try. And there's a lot into it. You know, there's a lot of nostalgia where you got memories of your mama making this stuff. Now you see her handwriting on index card. You know, he pretty decided to try this out. And everybody know Bud can cook. So you ain't worried that he's really going to mess up, but you do, I guess, you know, I ain't a chefologist or nothing like that, but you got to get, I mean, there's a little trial and error. There's things that you might try in your own kitchen at your home uh, to work out all the things that ain't working yet before you serve it to the public, put on menu, charge people money for it kind of thing. So he back, 
you know, he lived on a big piece of property outside of town. I got the job last year uh, mowing it. Bud let me mow his lawn. And, you know, it's one of those things where you get a situation where now you you friends with somebody and now you're doing business with them. And that could, eh, that could be bad for your friendship if you mess that up or it goes sideways or whatever. But... It ain't. He real happy with the work I'm doing. I'm real happy with the burgers he's making. He don't pay me in burgers. Uh, he pay me in money, but I, I eat down there. I'm down there probably three days a week. And the one time where I saved that bird uh, from the air duct in the burger shed, that was a number three combo, but it felt like a million dollars. It's so good. Where I got that little bird in the air duct out, I had that Clostosaurus Rex, but I didn't, I, you know, he said number three, tab me us, uh, bacon double cheeseburger, curly fries, and a Dr. Pepper. And he did throw it in a, a shake. And sometimes I forget, to, I, I remember later, I'm like, oh yeah, I got a shake with that too. But anyhow, I got in there and that little bird, you know, crawled into my hands and he like, bank, bank. And I looked at him, he looked at me and his little eyes went, bank, bank. Like he didn't say it with his beak. He ain't got lips, he a bird, uh, but he got a beak and he he didn't say bank, bank. But the way his eyes banked at me, it's like I could hear it in my head, like inside my brain. I heard bank, bank. And I just kind of bank, bank back at him and he crawled my little hand. And that's, I ended up getting him out the air duct and he shook off like a dog getting out of the lake. You know, I had like soot or kind of dirt on him. I don't know how that soot would get in the ducts at a, a burger shed, but you know, I ain't like a construction, you know, air duct, airflow, you know, PhD. All I know is there's a bird, Bud wanted it out. I got it out. Next thing you know, I'm eating bacon double cheeseburger, curly fries, Dr. Pepper, chocolate shake. So that's that. But that ain't what we're talking about neither. Bud's out there on that property that I mow in his house with his wife Nita in the kitchen. And he'd steady working over that recipe that his mama gave him. Well, the thing about his mama is like she wasn't working in exact uh, measurements that you might say. Like a tablespoon, a teaspoon. It's pinches and smidgens. And Bud's fingers is bigger than his mama's was. So he trying to figure that out. Like the first time. Nita gave him a sour face, like, oh, yuck, kind of thing. And they got this thing. My memos told me that, like, if the cook is sad or they mad, it affect the taste of the meals that they make. Now, I don't know nothing about that, but I know I ain't never been sad at, like, eating fried catfish. So I don't know what that say about uh, catfish buffet and fried catfish cooks. Maybe they pretty happy people. But all I know is that uh, I've been uh, feeling pretty good when I'm eating that thing. So Bud's in that kitchen. And I tell you right now, uh, that first round apparently didn't go well. He's telling me about it, you know. And this ain't the stuff he broadcasts. He wouldn't put this out like, hey, I'm trying to make stuff and it's terrible right now. But eventually, if it gets better, I'll serve it here at the burger shed. That ain't how it's going, you know. So he's working on it. He's working on it. And then finally, he get like a, like one of them head nods from Nita. She goes, hey, bud, this is working out pretty good now. Like he figured, like, like he kind of got dialed in and he figured out like, boy, this is, this is the way that my mama made it. And then he remember, you know, once you get that taste and it's something you had when you was a little kid, you go, that's it. It match up like it's a way. And so he decided to take it into the old burger shed and just try it out in that kitchen. Because I guess there's something with cooks, and it's like, well, let me try. You know, it, it go well in this kitchen, uh, but, you know, different equipment, different place. I guess there's something to that. I don't know, but he take it into the burger shed. Now, he ain't telling nobody about this. He ain't broadcasting. It ain't on the menu. It ain't even ready yet. You know, he's got to work out if this going to be something he can really reproduce in a way that's going to, like, uh, make his mama proud, I guess, in a way, but also, like, live up to the standard of Bud's Burger Shed. You know, it's a whole thing. I didn't really realize all the science that goes into running a burger shed, but apparently it do. Apparently it do. Well, I was down there this week, and me and Mort Dwight Elmire and Curtis was in there. We was talking, and Bud was, I knowed what he was doing. 
I know what he's doing in that kitchen, but he wasn't telling nobody. And then he come over to the table, and what he do? He got his apron on, and he got a little towel, throw it over his shoulder, dish towel over his shoulder, and he just kind of walk up and smile. We talking, we eating kind of thing. And I look up, and I was like, "What's going on, bud?" And he goes, "Well, you know what? I'm working." I was like, "I do, bud." And Myron, Curtis, Mort, Dwight—they can't be too discreet now. Mort, uh, he can't have no dairy, and he—I mean, the whole town knows that. He told that story so many times. He—he he like walk into a room and announce it, even if they ain't food there. And so uh, Mort said, "Hey, you got any milk in that in that uh you know in that recipe? Because you know I can't have no dairy." And Bud's like, "It's a secret recipe. I ain't telling you what's in it. You can eat it or you can't." And truth be told, Mort don't care. He blow right through that dairy uh, roadblock all the time. If it smell good, look good, uh, and taste, he gonna give it a shot. You know, he tasted and ate it kind of thing. So uh, we, he just acting like he trying to keep a New Year's resolution by asking that question. But he didn't care none. He's just gonna be out there hanging out in the burger shed with me and my. Uh, Myron and Bud, and if Bud brought biscuits and gravy to the table, 100%, you know Mort Dwydell going to put a hurting on it. 100%. And Myron's like, uh, you, you going to serve us up some, or what's the plan here? Are we are we supposed to be quiet about this? And Bud's like, this ain't something that's available to the public. It ain't on the menu. I would like a little bit of feedback, but don't make a big scene about it, Myron. And Myron's like, I won't make no big scene. If you put this on in front of me on the plate, I won't say nothing like that away. Well, Bud's like kind of smile, and I kind of roll my eyes because, uh, you know, if, 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 you let Myron Curtis and Mort Dwydell loose on something, uh, it ain't going to be private. And Bud don't care nothing about that, but he's just going to have to hold his ground and tell folks, hey, I know you might have heard about this, but it ain't ready yet, you know, kind of thing. So I got a little taste, and then I had to get to work. You know, plus I had a, a T-ball game to get to that evening, so I couldn't just hang out at the burger shed all day and try to watch all, all the chaos that Mort Dwydell and Myron was going to get into, trying to be quiet when they can't be quiet. And so I had a little bit, and I'll tell you right now, Bud's on to something. I mean, he come from, you can tell he come from some cooking stock if that's the way his mama cooked because uh, I already knowed he could cook, but boy, he really turned that biscuits gravy into something else. They done already had biscuits and gravy down at the burger shed. That ain't a secret. I'm not gravy, but the biscuit. He make biscuits, you know, biscuit and sausage and that kind of thing. But no, the gravy, let me back up, the gravy did not exist. The gravy did not exist at the burger shed, but the biscuit's already there. So he didn't try no new biscuit recipe, in case you confused. So I had to get off and get on to my game and then get out to the t-ball field. How did the first t-ball game go? Well, let me tell you this. The way I describe our first t-ball game, let's say you get to the top of a hill and you got a bag of marbles. <clears throat> and then you cut that bag of marbles open and they spilt out everywhere. And your job is to try to run and collect all them marbles while somebody trying to hit you with a bat. That's kind of how it went. I mean, it's chaos. These little old kids, uh, they don't know what they're doing yet. I don't know what I'm doing yet other than sponsoring a team. You know, Tavins Lawn Care Services, Mow It Edge and Grass Cutting Legend. But I'm like, run, hit. Like, I don't know. Shane's doing a pretty good job. He knows a little bit about baseball. And, of course, I do as a softball player. But I don't know how to tell a five-year-old to do something, some of these things other than, hey, do that. And they try to do it. And it don't look like nothing like I thought it should have looked kind of thing. And that's where you got to get into learning a coaching technique, I guess. Well, B.W. Childers, that's Brody Childers and Brandy Lynn Childers, little boy. He wanted a piggyback ride to first base. Now, that ain't never happened in adult softball league. So I didn't know what to do with that. And Jesse Tucker, that's Russell Tucker's little boy, he, he, he helped him out. He obliged, and he gave him a, you know, piggyback ride to first base. I look over at Shane, I was like, is that in the rules? Like, can they do that? 
and he goes, the rules are pretty loose here, Tabin, as far as, you know, they need to kind of hit and run and get some exercise. I'm like, well, I guess they doing that. And uh, Jesse got some pretty strong haunches for being able to hold up uh, BW Childress. He ain't a big boy, but he's still a boy. I mean, you a little fella, and you put another little fella on your back, and you run into first base like he was trying to win a race. He wasn't just trying to get down there and complete the mission, but, like, be there quick. So he did that. I mean, he did hit first base pretty hard, and they both tumbled to the ground, got a little dirty. But they, uh, and then, and then uh, Jesse had to go back to the dugout because it wasn't his at bat. It was just BW uh, said, "I want a piggyback ride," and you know that's how that went. So I don't know. Now, who else do we have on? We got little uh, Will Dilroy. That's Candy Dilroy's little brother. He played pretty good. A lot of energy, as you can imagine. Uh, Perry Lee Grubbs. That's Shane and Cheryl's little boy. Uh, he's fine. He's a pretty good listener, actually. Uh, to nobody's surprise, Luke Bryan Spencer didn't show up. That's Delma Spencer's little boy. Uh, she didn't think there's going to be no food there. And apparently, if there's something going on and there ain't going to be free food, Delma ain't really interested in being there. Well. I don't know how she didn't hear that there's snacks. There's a snack schedule. Brandy Lynn Childress, she's in charge of the snack schedule. She brought snacks for the first game, but uh, but didn't, I guess didn't get that memo because she didn't bring her little boy, and they weren't there at all. So, and then Champ Tharp, he's there. You know, his folks run Lady in a Trampoline, and uh, he he got he liked to jump, which ain't, ain't a surprise to nobody, and he's doing his thing. So we had the whole, you know, Hunter Farnhart, that's Rance's little nephew, he's down there. I mean, it's just running all over the place. Well, I, I don't know what the score is. I don't know if anybody's running the right direction. Well, I know they ain't, truth be told, because I know which way you run around the bases being a, a adult softball league player for as many years as I have. And sometimes they run in a beeline right across that mound, you know, past the tee uh, to second base. It's like, no, you got to go through first base first kind of thing. So there's a lot of that going on. Then in the third inning, speaking of snacks, them boys found the snacks. They's in a little cooler bag that Brandy Lynn brought. Well, she left that thing in the dugout. So third inning, they tore into them things. There's a seven-minute delay trying to get them kids out their snack bags and back onto the field. So that took a while. And then the other team, they seemed to be having a good time, except the one kid that wasn't, Arlen Reinhold, he on the other team, he went under the bleachers and hid. He didn't want to be there. Well, his mama, you know, she paid money for him to be on a T-ball team, and she, she didn't want to be embarrassed. You know, she's the, uh, the only kid on the other team that ain't playing and hiding under the bleachers is her boy. So she go under there, uh, Bev's what they call her, <clears throat> Bev Reinhold, and she got stuck under them bleachers. All Arlen did, he kept backing up, backing up, and then she get under there, she get wedged, and the way, you know, she got haunches, you know, just kind of, she legs out and her head's way under there, and she just, Arlen, get over, Arlen! I mean, boy, I didn't know he had a middle name, but I did today. It's Stephen, Arlen Stephen Reinhold. Anyhow, they they delayed the game for a little bit. That's another eight, nine-minute delay trying to get Arlen out from under the bleachers. Finally, they lured him out with a Snickers bar. Uh, turned out it was just half a Snickers bar, but that's what—that's the best somebody had in their purse. And uh, once he got a hold of it, uh, they were going to try to take it back from him and just say, get on the field now. But uh, he, he, he basically inhaled that thing. I mean, I, if he took one chew, uh, that's all he took. And that thing was gone. And he ain't a big boy. Uh, Lil, Lil Arlen, but uh, he took care of that Snickers bar. Minded me of Meemaw. She loved him Snickers bars. I gave her, as a gift one time, a paint can full of Snicker bars. It was an empty paint can. I mean, she'd be mad if I had still painting that, but it was just a, a gallon, you know, and a, big enough, you know, got the little handle on it, and boy, that she, she's happy as anything.
So anyways, the T-ball game, who won? Your guess is as good as mine. We all got exercise. Coaches got exercise. Kids got exercise. Uh, Bev Reinhold got exercise. She army crawled uh, into the bleachers, under the bleachers. Uh, Ricky Don Pearson, he happened to be nearby, and he volunteer fireman. He kept he helped unwedge her. And uh, you know Cheryl Grubbs, she came for some of the game because her son, you know, was playing on a team, and her husband coaches. And she got real quiet because they had to call the fire department years ago. She got stuck in the bike rack at Rickards Grocery Store. Still won't talk about it. And the authorities won't neither. They couldn't get much out of her, so they don't have much to talk about. She ain't got a bike. They, we still don't know what happened there. But anyhow, the game went good. I mean, everybody had a good time. We was missing our one player, but I'm telling you, after that team meeting, when he ran in uh, head first into a folding table and there wasn't no food, and Delma took her and all the kids she brought away, I figured Luke Bryan might not be back much this season. So, so far, Luke Bryan Spencer, uh, he, he missed the first game. And so I'm down there. I worked up appetite at this point, just uh, trying to coach, trying to instruct these little kiddos where to go, what to do. And Cricket show up. She done with her nursing home shift. And she said, you want to go a little, get a little bite to eat? I was like, I sure do, Cricket. Guess where we went? Down to the burger shed. Now, the thing about it is, burger shed, they don't serve breakfast all day. But Bud know me. We, we buddies. And he really likes Cricket. Uh, she has been delivering produce to the burger shed for years from her daddy's farm. Like, they families know each other, all that kind of thing. And he's like, hey, y'all want to try some of that biscuits and gravy? He said, sure do, bud. So he cooked up uh, a little bit of that for us. Like, if bud is there, he make it. He ain't, like, handing that recipe over to nobody yet. So, you know, he ain't trying to mass produce it. And it ain't I, what it may end up being. I'll tell you right now, what it may end up being is a secret menu item. You heard about that at places, like restaurants and places where it's like, oh, this ain't on the menu. You got to know it's there and to ask for it, but they ain't going to tell you to ask for it, and they ain't going to promote it, and uh, if you start talking about it, they ain't going to make eye contact with you. You just got to be able to say it, order it, and get out of that kind of thing. So that may be a possibility. That's just my wheels turning. Bud didn't say nothing about like a secret menu item, but it was good. We had a good old time down there at the burger shed. Me and Cricket got to catch up a little bit about the new year, uh, what's going on this spring. Of course, the Valentine's is coming up, and I got to think about that. Uh, you know, I got to figure out what, what I got to do or not do. Myron Curtis over talking about uh, getting Mary Beth Tucker some shop towels. Me and Mort Dwight had to talk about that. I was like, that ain't, that ain't what you do on a Valentine's. That's on a different day. But you don't bring her shop towels on the Valentine's. Boy, he he got he got saved from a world of hurt the way I see it. But anyways, we had a good time. Maybe a new menu item down to Burger Shed, kind of a big deal. T-ball team, Tappan's Lawn Care Services, mowing edge of grass cutting legend. Uh, the season has begun. We off and running in all directions. And don't forget. Check them show notes. Get in touch with me if you got questions for the Q&A coming up in a few episodes, uh, episode 15. So like today, we're wrapping up right now, episodes 11. So you know uh, it's just a few weeks away. So send in them questions because that's what I'm going to talk about. If I don't get no questions, I guess, uh, you know, maybe I'll make one up and try to answer it for a little bit. But send in them questions. You'll see it in my show notes today. There's my email and then also my phone number. You can text me. Check them other links. Tabins Honey from Bays and also my new merchandise uh all my merchandise is there and hopefully real soon if not at this very moment this week you're going to see the early bird gets the perm hoodie and the bank bank hoodie and hey 
If you like this podcast, could you share it with somebody? Give it a writing. Leave me a comment. If you're listening on a platform that lets you do that, like the Apple podcast I know do, I ain't sure about all the other ones, but you probably know. And if you're watching this on the YouTubes, well, let me say, hey, bank, bank, good to see you. And you can leave a comment here. I appreciate y'all watching or listening because it's like a radio show, listening to the Tab and Dillard podcast. And hey, if you ain't got wedged underneath the bleachers down at the T-ball fields trying to fish Arlen out from underneath there because he didn't want to play no T-ball this week, you having a pretty good week. Me, I'm Tavin Dillard. This is the Tavin Dillard Podcast. Thanks for joining me. Until next time, y'all guys, we'll see you later.